Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock Friends, to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast. And uh, on Before the Bid Podcast, we are doing the first goat sale podcast that we've done. So uh, I'm very excited about that and uh, very excited to have my guest on here uh, today. And he and I have talked quite a few times here over the uh, last several days getting this set up. And uh, just a great guy, Uh, 23-year-old young man uh, that we're going to have on with us today. And uh, he is a student at the University of Minnesota. He is in vet school at the University of Minnesota. So that kind of touches... a really good place with me, uh, with, with my dad, uh, being a vet as well. And, uh, so, uh, so very excited about that. He's also a member of the Minnesota Livestock Judging Team. Uh, they've been raising kid goats uh, at their place since 2008. And so uh, just uh, really made some strides and, and done some things that I think you're really going to want to hear about, about the embryos and the embryo projects and things like that. So uh, excited about my uh my guest here they have a sale on willoughby sales and it is going to be on may 24th and they are calling it a new era online sale so today uh, i want to welcome to uh the podcast i want to welcome nick pitlick from jordan minnesota and uh nick uh with everything that's going on and and all the things changing and uh schools not being able to hold in session uh how are you enjoying this online vet student thing well i tell you what i hope my uh professors at the u don't listen to this podcast because you know i'm kind of enjoying it in some aspects i've i've been able to get out and and definitely work goats and probably spend a lot more time uh you know here with this situation outside getting these goats ready um than i would have been up at school but uh with that um it's been challenging um, certainly, uh, for some classes in regards to my veterinary curriculum, uh, going forward as we're in our first year, you know, trying to learn a foundation and a basis that everything gets built off of. Uh, there's a couple classes like anatomy or, uh, clinical skills, um, procedures that they teach you on an everyday basis. That's secondhand muscle memory, uh, in the clinics. Um, those classes are kind of hard to, um, imitate 100% online. Uh, There's nothing that can quite um, replicate the hands-on learning how certain muscles, you know, cut uh, when we're dissecting them or learning basic procedures on restraining of a cat or a dog or just, you know, simple um, clinical skills that um, is going to be expected of us, you know, come graduation here. Right, right. So now you're having to do it all online. So it uh, got to be a little bit difficult for you there. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it certainly is, and it requires a lot more time sitting down, standing at a computer. And, you know, there's not a lot of us livestock people that definitely like to do that. We enjoy being outside. So it, it definitely coops you up, that's for sure. Right. What, what made you want to go into vet school? Oh, that's a, that's a great question, Andy. Um, I think, you know, being around the goats my entire life, I always had a passion, uh, for the livestock industry. Um, and with that, you know, as we got more competitive and started, um, diving deeper into this embryo transfer, um, AI and, and dabbling a little bit with the in vitro fertilization, uh, breeding techniques, I, I certainly, um, wanted to uh keep being around the goats and 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 the animals uh my entire life and really find these kind of invasive breeding techniques that we've been using uh very exciting and i definitely um you know my my goal 
was to get through vet school and hopefully one day be a small ruminant, you know, ET um, um, specialist. That's kind of my been my whole goal and drive to get through vet school. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I was going to ask you what if you had any kind of specialty. Uh, but so, so you want to stay around the? You say the small animals. You want to stay around the goats and and that sort of thing with with the reproduction. Yeah. So yeah, I, I want to specialize in kind of our small ruminants, our sheep and goats, and kind of strictly, you know, either be uh, in terms of the reproduction side or you know on a on a big scale uh, management consultation. Um, role almost like you know they do in the in the swine and poultry um, veterinary medicine where they're kind of more uh, consulting these big uh, large scale commercial firms. Oh, that's really, that's really neat. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, and so so not only are you a vet student, uh, which is uh, got to be a, a whole lot of uh, schooling and things to take on. Uh, I know I didn't uh, I didn't want to go through that much school to, <laughs> to to make it to be a vet. I probably I probably should have, uh, but but I didn't. But but along with that, you're also now uh, an ABA judge. That is that is correct, Andy. As of last fall, um, I got certified by the American Boar Goat Association uh, to be one of their um, represented judges um, that ABGA shows throughout the country are able to pick through a list of, it's about, I would say, 45, 50 names throughout the country. Um, you know, this has kind of been a lifelong dream of mine, um, being in the, in the ABGA show world and growing up, you know, showing all summer long. Um, I definitely think these showmen, uh, look up to the judges uh, that are evaluating their livestock and these uh, well-represented people um, that kind of um, automatically by just being a judge kind of surface to the top of the livestock industry. And so I think having that um, title, um, you know, along with my name, I, I think, you know, not only does that serve me as more credible, um, but I also think, you know, it, it allows me to maybe um, help out and give back to maybe the the industry that's that's given so much to me um, in in my you know short short lived life as of right now, but you know certainly excited for the future and uh, uh, really excited to get out and uh, travel the country and look at you know goats in each part of the region. That's for sure. Right, and you've done a little bit of judging uh, already. Maybe not had a a uh, uh, an official uh, boar show, but uh, you've done a little bit of judging heading, getting up to this point, right? That is right. I, you know, uh, before the whole COVID situation, as of January, I had about six gigs uh, lined up um, down south, um, out west, and out east, kind of um, lined up through June to when my internship starts. Um, but with the whole COVID situation here, um, it's kind of taken a step back, but I have been able to, um, get one show under my belt there the first weekend in March in Illinois. Um, but certainly, you know, once this whole COVID situation kind of dies down, I certainly, uh, look forward to, uh, the future opportunities, uh, being an ABGA judge will allow me to do. I, I certainly have, you know, a big aspiration to be a well-known, uh, respected judge across multiple species like my uncle uh scott griner uh, out in virginia i he, he's judged a lot of uh kind of the elite major stock shows uh for the market lambs and market steers and i certainly uh have big shoes to fill but one day would like to would like to get there in terms of the goats that's for sure right that's that's really that's awesome yeah can you tell us just uh briefly what what do you have to go through to be an aba judge Right. Yeah. So uh, they have a breed standard list. Um, so there's a written test that involves a bunch of breed standards and anatomy of the boar goat. That's one um, segment of the certification school. <clears throat> Another segment is they had, for our group, they had uh, eight evaluation classes that you were <clears throat> um, compared to um, with three official judges. So um, that that segment took into account, and then also that you gave uh, six sets of reasons on um, six of the eight classes that you would have been scored on against the judges. Um, so just kind of like uh, you know any uh, collegiate judging contest, um, 
you were scored against three official judges in terms of the placings and also the reasons. Uh, so there was kind of three segments all to that certification uh, ABGA school. Uh, so very, very stressful, but yet uh, in the end, very rewarding. That is correct, Andy. It, it was a very good feeling. I can tell you that when uh, I got the call um, that they allowed me to be an ABGA certified judge. Right. Well, that's great. That's really cool. Tell us uh, a little bit. Let's let's get into to your program uh, a little bit, and, and we'll lead up to this uh, to talking about these goats that are in the uh, uh, Pitlick Boar Goats, a new era online sale May twenty fourth on Willoughby Sales. Uh, but but first, let's tell us tell us a little bit about the history. How did this uh, this thing get started to to where now you're you're selling semen and and selling embryos and and doing some uh, embryo transfer work on on your own place. Well, I think I think I can sound like a broken record here, but this was a 4-H project gone out of control, and it's gone way out of control. But I tell you what, we're enjoying every step of it, and certainly um, are appreciative to where we're at now from where we started. But um, yeah, just kind of started with showing a couple uh, market goats at the local county fair I would get from my grandfather down in Iowa. Um, kind of told my parents, you know, I'm kind of enjoying this. This is this is fun. We should. Uh, you know, take the next step, ended up buying a group of a handful of bread doughs and kitted them out the spring of 08. Um, and then we started hitting the open show circuit. I wanted to show, show and keep showing more. And I tell you what, Andy, uh, those first two years that we kind of got our head out there, uh, big learning curves. And, you know, I, I, I'm thankful and grateful for everyone who took their time, you know, back when we were what we were to kind of, you know, coach me and um, teach me kind of the ropes and and, and um, the aspects of raising, raising livestock because we all know, you know, there's a lot of background and a lot of hard work into daily management um, that, that gets these animals ready on show day. And uh, like I said before, it is a big learning curve when you're kind of just getting thrown uh, to the wolves and kind of <laughs> want to get your feet wet and get out there. Um but with that, you know, I, we wanted to keep staying competitive. We wanted to keep improving year after year and, you know, doing some more research. And uh, I feel there was no better way to maximize our generation interval than to start implementing embryo transfer uh, into our breeding program. I think, we, yeah, we've been flushing goats since uh, 2014. So it took us a few years to kind of, um, take that extra hump because it is, you know, it's, it is a little bit of, uh, um, how do I want to say this, uh, expensive jump to, to hop in right away into embryo transfer with, right. you know, you're not, you're not guar- being guaranteed anything. Right. Um, uh, but with that, you know, shaping our embryo transfer program, um, and, and learning and, um, I think fine tuning our techniques of preparing recips, preparing donors to breeding donors on flush day to management after, you know, implantation. Um, that's still being fine tuned today. I tell you what, Andy, by no means does anybody ever have this uh, perfected because there are so many variables into mother nature. Um, we just probably technically aren't supposed to be doing these type of techniques in livestock uh, management and but that's all right, and that's the fun part about it. And, um, you know, we continue to improve in, in, in our embryo transfer program year after year. Right. Who are some of those guys? I'll put you on the spot here just a little bit. But, but who are some of those people that, that helped you kind of get along the way here when, when you started and, and kind of at this point? Is there a couple of those, those people that you can think of off the top of your head? Yeah, I, can, I tell you what, uh, I have a big shout-out. Thank you to Katie and Kathy Deemer uh, from Hawkeye, Iowa, and John and Jackie Edwards. They were our first – John and Jackie Edwards were our first embryologists, and Katie and Kathy Deemer, um, they really kind of uh, took us under our wing and, and helped us through this whole uh, embryo transfer uh, process as they kind of started about a year or two before us. Um, but with that, they were having access to an embryologist from Texas coming up to their place to flush. So it was a really uh, great opportunity to not only get our feet wet and get into this embryo transfer program, but to have reliable friends that we can count on to ensure, you know, 
what we are doing is correct and we're doing everything in our power to maximize our success when, when it comes to flush day. And so I tell you what, having trusted friends um, that are in it just as much as you are and want to see you succeed as much as you do uh, really goes a long way, especially when you're learning on. Um, I'd also like to, to uh, give a quick shout out to t- Dr. Tad Thompson of Reproductive Specialty Group. Uh, we've been using him now the last three years uh, when we've been flushing at our place. And I tell you what, um, I, I, he is, I believe he's the best in the business. Um, and, you know, I think his results speak for that. And uh, with that, I'm certainly excited to go out to his um, uh, facility out in Indiana this summer and uh, work for him. That is where my internship is going to take place this year. And very excited for that opportunity and to where, you know, those <laughs> long uh, conversations on the road. Uh, excited to see where those take and the information I'm going, going to absorb uh, from him this summer. Well, that's really cool. Make sure when you get out here to Indiana that uh, they call you a Boilermaker and, uh, instead of a Hoosier, okay? <laughs> uh, Purdue all the way because that's where Dr. Tad Thompson graduated from. So I can tell you that I will be repping Purdue over Indiana, that is for sure. There you go. We'll get you, we'll get you a Purdue shirt and, uh, and you, can wear it, you can wear it around. <laughs> I'd really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's great. We'll be, we'll be excited to have you out here uh, in Indiana. So, uh, Nick, who else helps you there in the family? Is this all you? Is this, uh, who else helps you right there uh, with your program? Yeah, so uh, we have my mother uh, who, you know, helps me a lot in terms of all the paperwork and the finances and uh, all the breed registrations, um, health certificates. She is the kind of person behind all the scenes that is getting all the logistical things done in order for us to even just get there in the first place. Um, She is the hardest working person I know. Um, and certainly I'm very grateful and thankful for all she does for me and this entire family, um, even outside of the goats. Uh, but with that, you know, th- there's never a moment where I can just count on her to come out and help me, you know, treat a goat or uh, help me do whatever needs to be done here out on the farm. With that, I also have uh, my, my father, Pat uh, Pitlick, who uh, definitely um, doesn't, he doesn't receive as much credit as he should uh, around here, but that's the handyman of the operation. Um, I tell you what, uh, <laughs> there's some days where I'm I'm just not a, a good farm handyman, um, but that guy will fix anything and, and everything that needs to get done. Um, uh, very reliable when it comes to uh, getting chores done and, and, again, helping me out. Uh, and with that, my sister too, Paige, um, <clears throat> maybe the – the goats aren't, she doesn't live and breed the goats like the rest of us do, but um, there's never a moment where I can't just ask her again to come out and help me uh, with chores or, you know, when it comes to showtime, uh, she's always willing to pack her bags and wherever that show needs to go um, with that um, <clears throat> and uh, can always rely on her to uh, stick the goat in the show ring and get the job done when it comes to presentation. I'd like to also give a quick thank you uh, to my best friend, and uh, college roommate Tanner Morrison. Um, it's been a blessing uh, meeting him through college and developing a very close relationship that uh, we both have benefit- benefited on. And uh, I-, I tell you what, there's nobody that I trust uh, better to get those goats looking the part on show day and sale day uh, than Tanner Morrison. Uh, he's one that I believe is one of the best fitters in the country. Um, and I, I guess I also uh, forgot, Andy, to mention, I'd like to give a, a quick shout-out to the Polzine family, Chris and Leslie uh, Polzine from Polzine Cattle at Polzine Embryo Center out in western Minnesota. Um, you know, I was able to intern with them uh, during my college years, uh, and I was able to install core principles and um, exceptional uh, practical knowledge when it comes to flushing and IVF in these donors. Yes, it was in cattle, but there's a lot of um, correlated um, things that we can kind of incorporate into our goats. And uh, we definitely did um, tweak a few things when it came to our protocols and 
and we are reaping the benefits when it comes to now. And I just like to thank them for everything their family has done uh, for not only me, but our entire family too. Uh, I look at them as mentors today. And um, I'm definitely, uh, like I said, thankful for that opportunity that they took me in uh, for an entire summer. Um, that All that knowledge and that day-to-day experience is irreplaceable. Cool. That's great. Yeah, we gotta got to have those people, right, that, uh, that get us there. They set the foundation, and then it's up to you to kind of go with that knowledge is how I feel. Um, you, you need, you know, good representative leaders to kind of help install, like I said, core principles, and then it's up to you to kind of take those to the next level. Right, and you have taken those to to the next level. You've got a, you guys have had a couple uh, successes and and some defining moments that uh, that have helped you really uh, just really take this thing to the next level. And and if you would take take a few minutes, tell us about uh, some of those. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna do a flashback here. It was our very first ET kid that was born on our place. You know, of course, the beginner's luck. Um, we <laughs> right. ended up having this. This, this big-time paint dough um, that we ended up taking uh, to Denver the following year, so she would have been just short of a, of a yearling there. And uh, I remember to this day, this was back when I was in uh, junior high, uh, maybe have touched a, a set of clippers once or twice in my life. So definitely I didn't have the, the capability to get the job done <laughs> that Denver trip, but we were ended up, we, uh, you know, uh, had a professional fitter help us out. He fitted up the goat, ended up showing it, ended up leading that, that, that doe. Her name was uh, Painted Red. Painted Red ended up being the overall reserve champion full blood doe out at Denver. And then two months prior to that in Louisville, she was the junior champion uh, full blood doe at, at the NAL there. So um, to have the, the ability to compete on a national basis like that, um, so new into breeding animals um, is nothing short of pure luck. Um, <laughs> that doesn't, I mean, that just doesn't happen, um, you know, usually. And so, again, we were very thankful for that opportunity. But I tell you what, Andy, to have people come up to you um, right after that animal wins, asking if she's for sale or if she, you have embryos for sale, I don't know. There was something about that feeling that I'm just hooked on, and I just <laughs> I'm addicted to that that feeling of people wanting your animal after right. it wins. It's just something that you know just gets me fired up, and that's why I'm getting up and working so hard every day and getting these goats kind of looking the way they need to be because I just really enjoy when people you know take time out of their day and are interested in your livestock. I just think that speaks you know immensely to your breeding program, to your management pro. I mean, it, it just really is the icing on the cake for all your hard work that you do on a day-to-day basis to have somebody appreciate your animal like that the same way you do. Um, and with that, I think uh, the second kind of defining moment is this, this, this all black, uh, the coal hided uh, black panther buck. That's kind of the feature of our sale. Um, when he was born all black, I, we were hoping he was going to just going to be something because colored goats just seem to be you know, worth a tick more value uh, than the traditionals at times, just because of the color. Uh, but as he kind of matured out and kind of filled into it, to his uh, stud buck uh, skeleton, um, we are, are very, very um, excited for what he has in the future. Um, he's kind of had his accolades uh, in the showing already uh, being top five in his class at nationals. Um, this past, uh, in 2019, he was the reserve yearling, uh, champion buck out of the 2020 national Western stock show there in Denver, which was a huge uh, accolade for, for a colored buck like that. Um, but we're definitely excited now getting his first crop of kids on the ground, uh, to keep incorporating him into our breeding program. And we're going all, we're going all in on black Panther and dang near breeding everything we have to. Uh, him at our place. Uh, we just really love the, the the skeletal quality, yet the color to boot that he's thrown into these kids. Right, and we've got uh, we've got potential progeny by him uh, selling here in the in the sale, uh, the new era online sale May twenty fourth. Right. That is that is completely correct. Uh, there's there's about four kids in that pick of the barn opportunity. 
that are out of him. And then um, almost everything else on the sale is, are embryos, uh, you know, that he's crossed over. But most of the sale is kind of garnered around Black Panther, and that's kind of what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll, we'll get to those. We'll get to those individual lots here in, in just a minute. But uh, uh, tell us, tell us about you. You guys are, are obviously selling some some really good stock and raising some really good stock. And and what? Tell us a little bit about your customer service uh, that that you like to provide for for these uh, purchasers of, of you guys' animals. You know, my biggest thing uh, growing up. Like, a, like, a, like a, we were talking about it earlier, Andy, um, having those few people to kind of mentor you and um, give you advice in a situation where you don't have a ton of experience in is definitely um, irreplaceable. I mean, it, it allows you to make huge jumps um, in, in raising livestock, um, even if you've never encountered it before, because you can rely on people that have. So I, I want to install that, and I have. And I want to keep incorporating that in our customer service aspect. I'm as transparent as the questions you ask. Whatever question you ask me, I will give you as straight of an answer um, that I can give you. I believe that there's you know nothing holding back. I want my customers to be more successful than me. The, the less I have to show, and the more I can get these animals out and to show people's hands and them winning is. I think beneficial for me and our customers. I want, I want our customers to beat us on show day. If I, if that happens, I feel like I have accomplished something. Um, and so with that, you know, the customer service, like I said before, I think transparency is key and I'm not holding anything back. I will tell you everything that we do on a daily basis with each, you know, stage of maturity, uh, group of kids that we have, whatever that be, I can I can give you as much knowledge as I have, and I will I want you to succeed as much as possible. Right. Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, if you can't uh, if you can't win it, why well, breed the one that does? Right. That's right. That's exactly right. Right. Well, that's cool. Well, you've got uh, we've got we've got this sale, uh, the new era sale that is again on Willoughby Sales uh, that is ending on on May twenty fourth. Uh, but you've got an opportunity for people to to see these kids. You're you're doing a pick of the barn, and and we'll get to that. Uh, well, you can talk about that. Talk about your pick of the barn, your lot one pick of the barn, and how can we see some of these uh, kids that uh, that you're going to have out? Yeah. Um, so Andy, kind of thinking about what can Pitlick Borgos do to set themselves apart from every single online sale that is on any of these webcast providers, whether it's Willoughby, SC, Stock Show Planet, Oklahoma Show Goats, how can Pitlick Borgoats be different? And, you know, thinking about that, thinking about that, we had big plans to go to the national, um, ABGA national show the second week of June there. Uh, but we all know, you know, with this whole COVID situation, um, that definitely put a, a detour in some plans. But we still wanted to offer up um, – something unique, something different, again, something setting us apart. And we came up with this pick of the barn lot. With that, every single one of our ET kids born in December 2019 all the way through April 2020, there was four different sets of ET kids born during that time, four different groups. Uh, the winning bidder of this, of this lot gets their pick of the entire barn. Uh, we are holding no kid back. And I, again, we wanted to do something different. And I personally am not the biggest fan of buying in these, in these sales all the time because I don't know exactly what the breeder is holding back at home. Did they bring their best goat here? Are they holding the top three at home? And these goats still look good. But from being a livestock evaluator, from being a breeder, I want the best. I want the best that this breeder has to offer. Well, here's your chance to get in on the best that we have to offer. There is nothing, like I said, being held back. Every single kid is open for the pick of the barn lot. Now, I cannot promise after the sale, all those kids will be for sale private treaty. But I am promising you lot one, 
if you're the winning bidder, any kid is up for grabs. Uh, it all comes down to your livestock judging, your principles, and what you deem is the, is the right goat for you. Now, with that, I think in our pick of the barn, we have some unique, uh, trendy, and certainly different style goats that we can try to appeal to a bunch of different markets. And I think we definitely have a kid, a breeding piece, a, a foundational uh, show prospect that can garner your attention. Um, we have a black percentage doe, uh, some dappled, a dappled female. Uh, we have some full blood uh, doe kids, uh, uh, a big time stud buck that was born in December. Um, you know, you can see all the photos and there's a link to the video on the Willoughby sale. But if you're still not convinced and need to see these goats with the naked eye, like I always do when I want to, you know, get the, get the next great one, want to buy the best one. I need to see them in person. Well, you'll have this opportunity here. Open house is welcome all week. Uh, we are opening our barn. You can come in anytime. That's not your style or we're too far away up in the great white North. I understand you. We are coming down south. We will come to you. Uh, this weekend, there are three ABGA shows in Muskegee, uh, Oklahoma. I think I, I think I pronounced that right. D- dang northerner. <laughs> but uh, there, are, there are three uh, shows in Muskegee, Oklahoma, like I said, this weekend. And we will be taking what we deem our top tier ET set uh, down there. Uh, we're making the trip, and we're going to be showing them all weekend. And uh, with that, we plan to stay in Oklahoma through Sunday night after the sale to help answer any questions, um, chat on the phone, or, um, you know, if the potential winning bidder is kind of in that down south area or on a trip back uh, north from Oklahoma to Minnesota, you know, it's easy uh, transport delivery as well. So, our plan, like I said before, I'll repeat, we will be hauling a group down to Oklahoma and uh, staying around the Oklahoma area till after our sale. Do you know exactly how many you're going to take down there? Yeah, we are making the trip with five. So four uh, embryo transfer March babies that will be with their recent moms and then um, a December buckling that we think is, is pretty, pretty cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about a few of those uh, in in that lot ones in that lot one pick? You bet. Uh, would definitely love to talk about them. Uh, you know, I think one that kind of gravitates to a lot of people that have visited the farm already is that black uh, percentage though that is kind of the feature, the first uh, photo there of our lot one pick of the barn. Um, just seeing her silhouette there from the side built perfect um and then if you get in and study her video one that's extremely extremely cocky up front and the way she gets out and motors around the pen one that's just dead level uh she pulls herself together on the move and you can't say that about a lot of you know a lot of livestock some like to fall apart there on the move well she actually pulled herself together and that one's built from genetic royalty uh being sired by black panther or black buck but the damn side um the maternal um, qualities is just second to none. Um, that's a doe that the, the Polzine family there, um, <clears throat> in Western Minnesota, they ended up buying that doe from us, the dam to this one. Uh, she won the Iowa Minnesota state fair last year, uh, for us. She has over 280, uh, show points to her record. Um, she is <clears throat> backed by the national champion from 2016 and a class winner from that same year. So the maternal qualities behind this black female are second to none. And, you know, a lot of people like to go with the sire um, as, you know, passing all the qualities. I'm quite the opposite. I'm a firm believer that we need to have a strong maternal base um, with a variety of genetics within our donor battery. And then we can kind of play plug and chug with, the bucks that we're going to use to them to see what crosses best. But I'm a firm believer that it all starts with the maternal traits, the maternal qualities, and you just need a donor pen um, that has all those kind of attributes um, equipped there uh, right next to them. And with that, I think, you know, we're excited too. We're excited to kind of take the step up in our, in our, in our spotted game uh, with that dappled female. That's kind of the next, um, prospect featured on our lot one. Um, here's a female 
that you can appreciate from the photo and the video, but until you actually get your hands on her, I don't think you can fully captivate her uh, quality for a colored animal, uh, one that is just grooved up like a hog and just fills your hand with so much product there in her rack and loin and into her lower leg. Uh, this is a female that's extremely stout uh, uh, through her front, uh, end alignment, but yet still useful and, um, attractive there, um, out of her shoulder and up into her neck and, and head, uh, a female that we set out, uh, we ended up buying her dam from Miller Borgoats, uh, out in Indiana there. Um, and we ended up taking her to Ohio then, or <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we ended up taking her to Sandy Ridge Boars there, uh, and flushing her to uh, Ruger's Evolution, um, my favorite uh, spotted buck in the entire country. Um, his, that, that Ruger's Evolution kids have been high sellers in numerous sales, um, and, and just he stamps them with consistency and quality. I just, there hasn't been a kid that is, has been advertised on just Dijak's Facebook page that I just haven't, you know, uh, been all in on. I just really like the, the set that that buck likes to throw. And so I, it was a no brainer to take um, our lead spotted donor out to uh, his place and get her flush to him. And you can just see the product here. And this is kind of what we envisioned our dappled program to kind of um, entail. And we wanted to get behind and make these colored goats great. And I, I think we have an awfully, awfully uh, big time prospect here. Um, also in our lot one potential pick of the barn. I'd also like to quick mention that that buck kid, if we just keep kind of scrolling um, to the right in our chronological order on Willoughby, um, he's a traditional uh, buck kid born in December of uh, 2019. A little, he's bred a tick different than what our, what our first two uh, goats are. But again, that's kind of our, um, um, what we, what we feel, we feel genetic diversity is key in, in trying to um, appeal to a diverse um, set of buyers. Uh, we, you know, we, we feel you just kind of got to have a bunch of different um, potential products right. um, in order for all these various buyers. Um, so this buck kid, um, I think he's extremely, extremely unique in the way uh, how big racked and loin he is. And, but I think you get one shot behind him and you're just wild with how stout hit and big legged, deep twisted this buck kid is at this stage in the game. Um, personally, I have not raised a bigger butted, <laughs> um, uh, deeper twisted buck um, as a five month old than this guy right here. Um, you know, we think if he's not uh, the pick of the barn, he might stay in and be a stud service here at our place. Uh, we really like the intangibles he has to offer at this at this stage in the game and his maturity curve. Um, I think that's an awfully big time prospect. And again, I think, uh, you know, he'll have his fair share of favorites down in Oklahoma when we get them in front of people. Mm -hmm. I would last like to talk about this kind of black traditional headed uh, female. She'd be the fourth kid on our potential pick of the barn offering. Um, if you keep scrolling to the right there in the photos, mm -hmm. um, this may be uh, uh, the best dope kid in the whole set. Unfortunately, she is an April 1st baby, the very last ET kid that was born at our place this year. Uh, but, you know, that definitely doesn't take away from her quality at all. Um, no doubt she is the levelest topped, squarest hip uh, female uh, of that entire, entire set. Um, you take one look at her video as she struts out. It was a long day of picturing for a six-week-old. Yeah. Uh, so she was about had it by the time we had the video. But you can really see her get out and go next to her, her recent mother. And this is one that just struts her stuff. Um, and she knows that she is cool out there. Uh, one that just, you know, you can almost turn clubby um, in the way that she's built. Is she is just so good up front. Um, no extra leather up there. I mean, just choke-necked really tucked up in her chest, yet stout made, big footed, wide. But I think her, her, her shoulder on back is, is just so hard to make in these goats. To keep them level made, um, that tail cranked up high, that tail, crank, that tail set cranked up high, you know, square hips. But the most important thing is just keeping them sound on their feet and legs with all that kind of 
you know, cool and unique build to them. I think that's the hardest, you know, breeding piece to make is to keep these animals sound yet good looking. And, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that this girl checks all those boxes. And, um, I, like I said, I would not be surprised at all if another month or two down the road, this is the best female that set. Uh, I, I like that one quite, quite a bit. Uh, she is big time, big time good. And like all four of those that I have just mentioned will be making the trip uh, to Oklahoma. Right. And if, if they're not in Oklahoma, also if if you are listening to the podcast and not watching the podcast video, uh, where where else, Nick, can they go see some of these videos? Because I've seen them and, and they are, uh, yeah, I, I encourage everybody to go look at these videos, especially if you can't see them on foot. So it's pretty easy, actually, you know, not being very techni- technologically savvy, uh, like myself. Um, my girlfriend, Abby Penzen Sadler, was able to uh, help us out and get all these videos uploaded to YouTube. We have our own channel, Pellet Boar Goats. You can find all the videos on there. Um, our Facebook page, Pit Lake Borgoats, we've been blasting and advertising a bunch of things. Have the live link to not only the YouTube, but also our Willoughby sales, um, online sale. And so, you know, you can, like I said, go to YouTube. Or if you go to Willoughby, uh, there's live links to all videos of every of most of the lots that we have a video on. So there's a couple different ways that you guys can access uh, these videos. And if not, I mean, I'm a tech, I'm a simple text message or phone call away, um, to reach me at as well. Right. Yeah. And if you're, if you're watching the podcast video here, why, uh, we'll do our best to, to show you all those as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of different ways that, that you guys can see these goats and, and, uh, yeah, I got to commend you guys on your videos and, and the way you guys have these goats ready to go. And, uh, just uh, just excited for you guys and and uh, yeah be able to see them uh, in Oklahoma and and sure uh, somebody calls and and you can stop along the way uh, as well correct that is exactly right and you know to be honest with you Andy uh, we already have uh, one or two stops already planned out to have people kind of look at uh, these our set um, on our way down to Oklahoma so again you know anything that we can do. Uh, <clears throat> to help these buyers uh, be assured that this is what they want to do, you know, um, please reach out. Um, I want to do my best to assure you, you know, yes, this is what you want to do or no, you know, maybe that's not exactly what you were looking for. Um, I think that's a huge, again, customer service. um, And I've been in your shoes. So I want to help you help the buyers out in any way that I can. So anything that we can do, uh, please, you know, holler out at us and we will try our best to work something out. Right. Well, that's that sounds great. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nick, tell us about uh, the rest of these. You got a couple more lots uh, in this sale. Some some semen, some embryos, uh, some different things there. Uh, you've got uh, got about what thirteen lots of of those yeah. and and different things. So, if you would just kind of kind of walk us through some of those lots and and tell us a, a little bit about those. Yeah, you bet, Andy. Um, Again, kind of playing off that lot one, uh, we wanted to set our online sale. Um, we want to set ourselves apart from every other online sale with that. I think we did that with lot one. But this lot two offering, I think, is another unique aspect of Pitlick Borgo to New Era online sale. Um, we are offering um, the chance to uh, breed a donor to Black Panther for an embryo transfer flush. Um, with that, you know, we will take on the dough three weeks ahead of the flush to ensure, you know, she's acclimated to in the environment and give us the maximal chance of success. Um, we will redo any unsuccessful flush less than five fertile embryos. That's our word. But I tell you what, whatever eggs are made, Black Panther will fertilize them from the double digit donors. We have flushed to him over the last year. I can count on a hand. I can count on one hand how many unfertile uh, embryos we have had. And so with that, you know, I assure uh, what is made will be fertilized in reason there. And that's, like we said, we will uh, redo any unsuccessful flush uh, less than five fertile embryos. But I think that is something else that is unique. You know, how many times are you able to go take a donor to one of these big time stud bucks places and have the chance 
to get, you know, a pile of embryos out of their leading genetics, out of their, you know, big time um, thought, thought after animals. I, I just think it's, it's a unique opportunity. And like, I can promise you that we will not be um, offering any more outside donors to flush to Black Panther um, after the sale because <laughs> we're going to keep flushing as many donors we have to him as we can. So I can, I can assure you we will not be letting any more outside donors um, here at, for this unique opportunity. And, and, and with that, I think – oh, go ahead. You, you talked a little, bit about, a little bit about his success uh, and things. If you would just hit on that just real quick again uh, on some of the success of Black Panther. Yeah, no, for sure. So we feel, you know, we feel skeletal quality is is the number one attribute when you're livestock evaluating, livestock judging. Um, this guy has it all in terms of a skeletal build. It just so happens he comes in a coal black package like he does, and we think that is, you know, the unique thing about him. Uh, he was the <clears throat> top. He was a, the top five placing animal in his class at the ABGA National Show uh, this past summer in 2019. He was the Iowa State Fair overall reserve champion buck uh, in 2019. Uh, but most notably, he was the 2020 National Western Stock Show yearling reserve champion buck. And again, like we talked about, to have a colored buck, be able to compete at one of the elite uh, stock shows throughout the country, um, we think is real, real cool. And uh, certainly excited for his uh, breeding potential here in our program. You've got some other pictures there on this lot too. If they're on Willoughby sales, uh, what what else do we have here? Yeah, so uh, the first three pictures there on Willoughby's are all pictures of Black Panther. There, mm -hmm. um, the first one was at, taken at our place there, and then the, the next two were at Denver. And then uh, <clears throat> the sire and dam are also included there after Black Panther. So that, that's just in a uh, given. Um, all the people kind of a representative of the genetic base that Black Panther comes from. And then we also have at the end there a couple kids that he's sired. Um, to give an example of how he's improving the next generation like he is, uh, we are certainly, again, excited with the quality that he is stamping consistently uh, on, his set of, on, a, on his first set of ET kids and uh, certainly look forward to um, the future uh, and what else he can produce. And, and, you know, you can, we can kind of, that's kind of a lead in here for, for later on down the, the sale here, when you have your opportunity to improve the next generation with breedings that we, you know, envisioned for working into our program, but with having such a successful flush here in April, we have decided to offer some of these embryos, you know, up for sale for other people to help entice and, and help, um, you know, generate, um, some talk and help, you know, uh, promote our genetics and black Panther uh, throughout the country. And so we feel real high on, on a lot of these matings here later on in the sale. And like I said, if we didn't have such a successful flush here in April, most of these breedings would not be for sale. Um, especially the three dappled crosses we have in lots four, five, and six, um, all three of those donors, um, I selected and, and after seeing them in person, I uh, knew we needed them to incorporate into our colored program to take us to the level, uh, we want to go. So all three of these donors, like I said, were hand selected by me. Um, and we, we bought all three of them, um, from various people throughout the country. Uh, but I just want to specifically talk about this uh i'm a knockout lot four the black and white spotted doe uh one that you know catches your eye right away because of her color uh having that kind of black white and vanilla um kind of tri calico uh blend to her uh but with that i think you get in and study her more and one that's real real good up through her front end uh, she's tucked up in her chest, big footed, but yet so uh, clean and fresh from her blades forward there. Uh, good in terms of her center body, real broody, but, uh, you know, just still tracking on a sound um, set of feet and legs. And I think crossed over the Black Panther buck, you know, you're certainly uh, excited to see those kids pop out because I don't think any of us have any idea, you know, what potential markings those kids could have. So I definitely think that's part of the fun, uh, seeing some of these kids born is, 
is what color are they going to come out? Um, and especially when you can know that they're backed by quality colored goats, I think can, you know, assure you that you certainly uh, want to have these embryos on your shopping cart. Right. Uh, we yep. get into that lot five um, set of embryos there. And um, right away, I know, Andy, you kind of uh, pointed out that that, that doe hits you extremely hard in terms of her photo. She and is I think so you're cool. Exactly, she is so cool. I think you're exactly right. I mean, one that you just you, you can't pick a hole in. Um, like I said, we went out and hand-selected that, that, that doe out at, at Kendrick Miller's place. And um, if you missed it, she already has a set of kids. This donor already has a set of kids on the ground in March. And uh, she is actually the donor dam to that dappled doe. Uh, we are advertising in our lot one potential pick of the barn. So you already can see that she is a proven uh, female that is capable of making that next generation of show prospects. And we think, you know, crossed up over Black Panther, kind of uh, get her a tick taller uh, in terms of her uh, blade, top side of her blade from the ground. We can kind of master out a bit. Uh, we're real excited um, to make, again, make these colored goats great again. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and certainly excited for the for the potential that this mating has to offer uh, the, the Lot 5 donor dam. She would be a half-sibling to the great uh, black and white spotted buck and KMBG1 kingpin ennobled. Uh, so we certainly wanted to incorporate her genetics back over Black Panther, uh, the all-black Black Panther, and certainly try and see if we can make the next uh, great black dappled buck uh, like kingpin was in her lineage. Awesome. She is so cool. I didn't know I said that, but I just she's awesome. I like her. <laughs> we uh we like her quite a bit too uh and you know another female that we do like is this lot six i, I know i'm just kind of going in chronological order but i think these three embryo lots you know colored lots uh, are very very high quality and they're kind of that top tier if you're looking to kind of take that 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 big leap into uh you know your your show prospect pen um i think you definitely need to look into these embryos and lot six is no slouch yourself um, this dappled female actually was selected as the uh, uh, overall grand champion full blood doe at the 2019 Minnesota State Fair, uh, where Cooper Bounds uh, was the judge there. I know a lot of people know who Cooper Bounds was, and he just thought this doe was immaculate, and she won the show quite easily. Um, it's a female. Um, <clears throat> I'll kind of just sum up the footnotes real quick. Uh, her biggest attribute is being extremely stout um in terms of her chest width but yet it's her touch and tone that she has at the top side of her skeleton when you get in and feel her uh she's just grooved up like a hog um just so much product and mass there uh into her rack and loin but yet being extremely stout hip and big legged those are the three intangibles the three qualities that worked extremely extremely well on black panther this past cross that the kids are on the ground now um, so we really believe that this might be another home run mating as this donor carries a lot of the quality attributes of the donor dams that worked real well on Black Panther it, uh, um, with the kids on the ground in this past March. So, again, we're, we're really high on this lot six embryo mating. Uh, we think something real, real big can come out of that. And with that, all three of these um, donors uh, flushed in that uh, six to 18 mark. Uh, knock out what she flushed six in April, but this uh, lot five and lot six female uh, both flushed 15 uh, plus embryos. So certainly they come from a fertile maternal line as well. And I think that is, you know, an extra little side note that um, certainly might help uh, convince a potential buyer to get in on these embryos, knowing that they come from a fertile genetic line. Right. Good deal. Yeah, the lot seven, that's a, that's a Black Panther, some, some semen straws there. That is correct. Yep. And this is the first time we are uh, letting go of, of straws of semen on Black Panther. Uh, this is, like I said, this is the first time we, we, we've been advertising uh, semen sales before. Um, just, you know, people haven't seen quite the same value that we saw in the straws of semen until, you know, I think these kids have gotten on the ground. But um, these are the first straws that we are going to be letting go of. And we don't plan on letting go of too many more straws of semen on black panther cool why don't you roll on finish uh you got got some more lots here some more embryo lots and things 
Yeah, you know, so if, if full blood isn't your kind of thing and you're more looking on the percentage side of things, uh, I certainly think you need to look in at lot nine, uh, that embryo mating, uh, that, that donor dam home from college. She actually is just coming off of uh, winning the Minnesota State Fair uh, 4-H uh, show for the Aaron's family in Owatonna, Minnesota. Uh, she was a co-high-selling doe for us in the 2018 Dakota Land Fall Harvest Sale that the Aaron's family uh, bought from us and trusted in our program. And, you know, to say that that doe worked out for them, I think would be an understatement. She ended up coming here in April and flushing uh, 26 uh, fertilized embryos uh, to Black Panther, just knocked it out of the park. Um, So I think, I think the unique and cool part about her is she is actually a full sib to that PF08, something to talk about doe. Uh, that the Polzines bought from us and won the Iowa and Minnesota State Fair uh, open shows last year. And so with that being, we can do the math real quick. These embryos would be three-quarter sibs to that black percentage doe we're advertising in our lot one pick of the barn. So if you fell in love with her, but she's maybe a tick out of your price range, um, I certainly would get on, in on some of these embryos uh, to uh, potentially make your own uh, black percentage female. Um, like I said, I think this is um, Black Panther over home from college's flushmate sister is probably the deepest and most consistent set out of our March 2020 ET uh, kid crop. So you definitely, uh, in my opinion, cannot go wrong with this set of embryos here. Uh, just quality um, with some color to boot for sure. We've got a couple other, a couple other uh, embryo lots here to, to kind of finish things up. Yeah. There's a couple, you know, full blood uh, embryos here and then a percentage embryo to kind of wrap things up uh, uh, for our sale. Uh, but that definitely doesn't mean that the quality isn't there, even though they're at the end of our sale. You know, that PF08 Wildberry donor uh, placed top 10 in her class both years at Nationals in 2018 and 2019. And is a direct daughter of that PF08 Painted Red ennobled female that I touched on was kind of our first success story. Um you know, so many years ago at, at Louisville and at Denver there. Uh, so she would be a direct descendant of that matriarch of our operation. And again, crossover Black Panther. Um, you know, I just think you can expect quality and you can expect color uh, throughout that set. Um, and I'd also like to touch on that's something to talk about right on the money uh, percentage embryo lot there, lot 12, uh, the right on the money buck, the sire of these embryos was a class winner uh, at the 2018 national um, ABGA national show uh, for the Deemer family there in Iowa and crossed over what we feel is our most prolific percentage donor that PF08, something to talk about that the Polzines bought from us. Um, you saw what she produced there uh, in our lot one uh, crossed up a tick different, um, but, you know, definitely we think, you know, you can expect quality uh, traditional uh, big time percentage uh, kids to go out and compete for your family uh, there. And then we just wanted to wrap up. There's actually two lots of this V contender semen uh, throughout the sale. And this is an intriguing, intriguing spotted buck that, you you know, uh, if you like the photo, uh, you should definitely go and look at his video. A spotted buck that was placed ninth, or <clears throat> excuse me, placed seventh in his class at the 2019 ABJ National Class in the 0-3 um last summer he was the highest placing uh dappled goat within that class and he's one that you know if you're looking to make these these spotted goats stouter uh uh up front or from behind um and want a bigger leg uh, you definitely need to look in on this guy i think those are a couple uh attributes that he certainly rises to the top in one that's extremely pulled apart in his chest uh stout coming out of his hip and has this an incredible amount of product there into his leg. Um, I just don't think you can go wrong there uh, with a spotted buck like that. Yeah, and there's a you got a video there on your YouTube, right, of this guy. That is, yep, that is correct. All video, yep, his video is on YouTube, or there's a link right on the Willoughby um, sale lot there. And uh, I definitely don't think you will be disappointed at all. Yeah, that's if you're not if you're not watching the. Uh, uh, podcast video that uh, that we're making here so yeah we'll get that uh got that on there as well so uh well nick uh man you know i i've been uh 
trying to decide whether I'm going to say this or not, but uh, uh, I'm not a huge goat guy, you know. Uh, I, I think they have their place, and, and I think they're all right, but uh, I, I'm just not a huge goat guy. But, man, uh, you've almost got me wanting to get in the goat business. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I don't know if I ought to say that or not, but uh, but these things are these things are so cool, and uh, I just really appreciate the passion that you have, and and you could just hear it. And I knew it when uh, when I when I first talked to you, uh, I uh, I was talking to talking to Brandy, and she says, "Well, how's this one going to go?" And I said, "You know, I said this guy is so passionate, and, and he, you can just tell he loves what he does, and." And uh, I just uh, really appreciate what you've told us about these goats and, and about the program and uh, all those different things. And, and just I can tell. I can tell uh, the passion that, that you guys have. And, and man, I hope, I hope if they're just listening to this podcast that they'll get on and they'll look at these goats and, and just see the wow factor in these goats and, and just how cool they are. Andy, I just wanted to say this. Uh, I wanted to say thank you uh, for this opportunity uh, that you uh, gave us. Um, you know, I, I still remember that, that big long text message you sent me. <laughs> I was just like, oh, crap, what is this? Is this just one of those political <laughs> advertisements there? But, you know, after reading more, um, you know, I, I thought this might be a very, very cool opportunity uh, for us to kind of get out there. And, uh, again, after chat with you, Andy, um, I, I knew that this was something that we needed to take advantage of and, um, you know, certainly appreciate everything that you've done for us uh, today. Uh, but I, there is nothing more that I love than uh, going out and working with these goats. Uh, like I said, what started out as a 4 H project's kind of gotten a big, bit out of control, but it definitely hasn't taken away the passion that I have for these goats and, um, and uh, helping out other people, I think, um, kind of get to where we were at. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is just helping out other people with the learning curve and <clears throat> with that, you know, providing a great experience uh, for these kids or other breeders throughout the country, I think is kind of what we believe in. And um, just super excited about this set that we have acquired here for uh, May 24th. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. May 24th, Willoughby sales, uh, Pitlick, Borgoats, a new era online sale there again closing out on on may 24th and say they buy the pick of the lot uh and can are you going to let them come in later if if they've got the they've got one or two that maybe they like but maybe they want to look at some of the others will that be all right as well yeah. on this pick of the barn no that that's a great question andy and i'm, I'm glad you know we can string it out here um if you on the special terms and conditions on that lot one, it says right there that the buyer is responsible for pickup and shipping by June 7th, 2020. So our sales May 24th, that gives you, you know, two plus weeks to, to come out to our place, look at everything there and, you know, take your time uh, to really evaluate these animals. Cause we understand, you know, this is a, this is, you know, hopefully um, going to be a, uh, a big investment uh, for a breeding operation or a, a program throughout the country. And we understand it might take a little time to get up to us in Minnesota, but we will work with you in, in every power that we can and make sure that you are, true, you are making the right decision uh, uh, for your program. That is for sure. All right. Yeah. But if, if they want, can they take those when you've got them down in Oklahoma? Could they, could they meet you guys as well with those? That's right. They can, they can take it. If one of the goats that they want, is on an Oklahoma trip, they can take it right then and there if they're the winning bidder as well, too. You bet. All right. Well, that's great. Yeah, Nick, uh, again, just uh, appreciate your time and, and appreciate you going through these goats and explaining these. And, and uh, guys, if you're in Oklahoma uh, this weekend, uh, make sure that you, you look these guys up and, and go check these goats out and uh, just meet Nick. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I never met him in person, but, man, just to talk to him, you can just, you can just tell uh, what a great guy and, and the passion that he has and, and going to be a future vet. That again that touches a place with me so uh i, I really i really uh appreciate that and admire that so uh nick anything else you want to tell us about this this sale or, or anything about the program before we wrap this thing up i'll just i'll just finish with this andy you know never did i ever think that color was going to be our main focus and nor do i want to steer towards color being our focus i, I, I want to steer towards quality being our focus skeletal build 
and how they how they you know stand and track at the at the ground working up to their body and build and and how they they come out the top side of her shoulder their top line uh their squareness in terms of their and of their body um, i think that is what we we strive ourselves on we strive ourselves on skeletal build and quality and then it just so happens that uh some of these prospects are coming up in a colored package uh like they are so again i just want to focus we're not breeding for color we are breeding for quality uh and and not only show prospects but animals that will go and reap benefits for their owners in the breeding pen as well i think we pride ourselves on great maternal traits and genetics as well and so i just wanted to finish off with that about quality and maternal traits just want to want to wish you guys luck on this sale and, and want to invite everybody uh go on willoughby sales pitlick Borgoats, a new era online sale may 24th uh see them in oklahoma this weekend if you're around there and uh nick again just want to uh thank you again for being a guest here on before the bid podcast thank you very much andy i tell you what i know we had some fun this morning uh chatting it up so thank you again for this opportunity you have given us Right. Well, I appreciate it uh, very much. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.